congrats on yet another week making it through the uh, pending World War Three destruction that is on the horizon. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. What up, though? Yo. So joining us today, um, we have our, our good Corner Foundation staples. We have AJ and um, a, a new addition to the team, uh, Jamie. What's going on? How you doing today? Outstanding, sir. Yourself? Not bad. I think I, I think I think we did an episode with you earlier. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did two. Uh, we haven't posted the other one yet, but I know there's at least one. Yeah, yeah. yeah one plus some good raw material. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some raw material. <laughs> Sounds like my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, uh, I have long kind of had this uh, this little personal anxiety um i you know travel a lot as i am one to do and it's always kind of that that moment where you have to put your phone on on uh, airplane mode and you're kind of disconnected from the world and then you know you go up thirty six thousand feet and then you know as i you know don't have a whole lot of regard for myself i'm usually flying on an airline that does not have wi-fi <laughs> <laughs> or safety standards yeah or you're working seat belts <laughs> Not even joking. I was sitting on my last plane uh, coming back from Orlando, and this was the um, the day that they had just kind of announced that Russia had in- invaded Ukraine. And I'm sitting there, and they're like, hey, welcome to Spirit Flight. Um, I don't know the flight number, but we're going to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the power went out. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right, both for Spirit Airlines and any flight going to Pittsburgh. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Which I was like, you know, I sent out a little tweet of that and I was like, hey, pray for me all. And then, you know, put the phone on uh, airplane mode. And it was just kind of like, man, like I, I usually kind of had this fear. Like, I, I hope the world is the way that I left it when I when I touch down, you know, because when you first land and you take your phone off of airplane mode and, you know, you're, you're waiting for your text messages to come in to see if there's any sort of like cataclysmic event or, you know, some sort of like urgent communication from a loved one or a family member. And so it was especially more um, worrisome this time because, like, like I said, you know, the you know, we'd had a, a mate, you know, the largest conflict in Europe in several decades, uh, you know, kick off. And so I was kind of, you know, checking the horizon, like making sure there's no mushroom clouds towards <laughs> the the direction where I think DC would be. You know, Europe don't want no smoke. Yeah, it's an overnight flight, but suddenly the sun comes up real quick, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and so I landed, and it was just like, you know, I took my my phone off and. Uh, I'm starting to get the messages again, and it's not just like world events, but it's also like, God forbid, like a family member was in an accident or someone passes away, and so it was just like a little, a, a little bit more kind of like a turkey base of adrenaline in my arm, like as I'm <laughs> frantically, you know, trying to get my my phone to update. So it's just kind of a uh, kind of crazy to be on the outside looking in, because uh, at least in my lifetime, America's kind of been the one to do the invading. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, oh man, somebody invaded. It's like America, no. Like what? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, force, force I have it. <laughs> so before before we get too far into it, uh, anything that we say is not a condemnation of the Russian people. Well, we have uh, documented that uh, thousands of Russian protesters have been arrested, um, and AJ and I spent some time in Russia uh, a few years back covering a military tattoo. Uh, which is like a parade, essentially, in Moscow a few years back. And we were treated very well. They had the American flag up in the uh, the uh, the Cosmonaut Museum. And uh, everyone was, well, for the most part, except for that one one guy. 
Let's just say that uh, sometimes Dan rubs people the wrong way. I was just minding my business. This guy looks like you, you pulled him out of a Ramones concert. That's but. why you were rubbing him the wrong way, because you were minding your own business instead of saying... Instead fuck. of fucking raging! Exactly, exactly that. Yeah, so this, again, not a condemnation of the people of Russia. Uh, you know, Sometimes uh, the the government does not reflect the will of the people in Gee, its you don't say. <laughs> You know, the government does something fucky that the people don't want. I can't imagine that ever happening. Can't imagine, right? So yeah, um, it's, if you are a Russian uh, listener, um, you know we we sympathize for the um, the suffering of the people and how like the ruble is uh, plummeting and all the economic sanctions and stuff like that. Because if you're some dude who just like lives in Siberia, you know, and like it wasn't like the 50 year old lady that's that's selling borscht the one that invaded ukraine you know <laughs> right and now it's like they can only get three beats a week instead of five and <sighs> they just want to go about their life and eat their beats man like we let them be honestly man and then like uh the vodka sales are plummeting and mm. and all that virginia just this morning announced they're pulling all russian-made vodka out of their abc stores it's okay wow. that's all celebrities do nowadays is make vodka yeah. so i'm sure there's going to be plenty yeah, Ryan Reynolds apparently makes a, a a nice gin, but seeing as I don't hate myself, I don't drink gin. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself plenty, so I drink gin. <laughs> really? Oh, I love gin. What do you mix it with? Um, I'll I'll drink it straight or on the rocks a lot, but That's, but if not, it's a, it's a gin and tonic. I was about to say the fact that you didn't immediately start singing gin and juice just shows me everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah, no, gin and juice is too sweet. Laid back with my mind <laughs> on my money and my money on my mind. I I'm still trying to I like I wanted to get in on that, but at the same time, like you just drink gin straight. Yes. Yeah. I also <laughs> who drink, touched you? I also drink tonic water straight. What? I was drinking tonic water from the bottle last night. For what night. reason? I love the taste of quinine. What the hell is quinine? It's a it's the delicious factor. It's in the, tonic water. It's part of the chemical composition. All right. Before we get too far into it, the reason AJ never joins us whenever we break out in a song is because he only exclusively listens to Mongolian throat chanting. Not exclusively. See, but at least you know what it is. And, and by the way, I seem to remember the last time I played that on the show, everybody's like, hell yes. Some people were like, what the fuck? And no, 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 like, no. Yes. Like, like 40 weirdos were like, hell yes. 40, Everybody 40, else. 40 jacked American patriots who go to the gym, put on that, and absolutely lift all the weights. We're like, fuck yeah. Some, if not most of the weights. Exactly, and then some people who had very small ankles and, and not a lot of uh, not a lot of muscle mass on their bodies were like, "That's so weird. I don't know what that is. I find that intimidating." So back to Jamie's weird drinking habits. I mean, I, I've my grand, and I say grand for a reason. She's a tiny little British woman. Used to always have like beef eater gin in the house, right? <laughs> Like that was just the type, oh, and yeah. and beef eater gin. If you're not familiar, has a little picture of a Buckingham Palace guard on it. Uh -huh. At yep. least it did in his bloomer time. pants, and right? The, the funny hat, yeah, with the big fur hat. And I, I have beef. A, it's what's for dinner. I feel like that's why she had it was because they had the thing. Like if I'm gonna drink gin, I'm gonna drink the gin that's got my people on it. That's mm. fair. And I was like, okay, cool. But I've never in my entire life watched her, and she used to drive ambulances during World War II. Like she did the same thing that the Queen did, only she actually did it. And then there were times when, like, she was driving over uh, minefields. How, how and dare shit. you besmirch the service of a World War II veteran? First Alexander. of all, first of all, do not, do not come at me about the Queen. All right. Anyway, so she used to drive ambulances over like minefields Long in World May War II. Long may she reign. Okay. Long may she reign. Um. <laughs> 
But even after driving over those minefields in World War II in an ambulance with no guns, she still didn't drink gin straight. Like, who touched you? <laughs> Holy shit. All right, so I had no idea what gin was made out of, so I did. A, I gave it a quick Google. Mm-hmm. Is it pig assholes? Uh, no, it's uh, pre- uh, predominantly flavor from juniper berries. Mm-hmm. Aromatics. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I've so, never had gin and be like, ah, oh, yes, juniper. Excellent <laughs> <laughs> juniper notes. Mm, yes, distinctively yeah. from the northern plains of Italy. <laughs> Actually, one of my one of my favorite gins is is the botanical, and it yeah. comes from from Isla, where all these uh, you know those 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 just peat monsters of whiskeys come from. Yeah, and I'm it, familiar. I'm sure you are. He drugged me all the way to Scotland so we could do the whiskey experience, and oh. it was like, have you been to Disney? You know, like the it's a small Been a minute, world. But yeah, yeah. It was like that, but for scotch. <laughs> like a little fucking whiskey barrel pulled up on a track, and we got in on it. And it was just like <laughs> like a seven minute like loop around. Wow. Hey, His we learned just walking around in big plush like Ron Swanson costumes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we learned all about whiskey. I got the gold package, so we got a tasting of each type. Ooh. And at the end, they gave us a f- after after they walk you through a museum style uh, exhibit with. 3,000 bottles of whiskey. They then walk you to the bar and they give you another flight. Mm. So they give Dan this flight and he takes a drink out of the first one and immediately looks at the woman and says, why does it taste like Vikings are pillaging the inside of my face? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'll have a bottle of whatever that is because that sounds amazing. (laughs) And I did. And it's perfect. Oh, man. There is gin from tons of countries all over the world. I, I I really didn't did not think that juniper was that widespread. Yeah, yeah, it's an aromatic uh, spirit. Maybe oh. much like potatoes, it's just easy to grow in places, yeah. and that's why like <laughs> they make a lot of stuff out of it. Like vodka, <laughs> vodka is a lot of times made out of potato mash. Yeah. So, um, uh, speaking of spirit, there uh, a friend of ours that went to Cuba with us. Uh, she sent me a picture of the pilot. Uh, f- apparently, uh, shooting the breeze, as she said, with one of the flight attendants. Which pilot exactly? Of the plane that we were on. <laughs> oh, I was unfamiliar with that going on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because, you know, we're on an international flight. You know, that's exactly what you want your pilot to do, to be shooting the breeze. Shooting the breeze. <laughs> and this was a few years ago, and I was just like, you know what? I oh. hope they're still together. Okay, I thought you were telling me, like, she recently sent you a picture, and I was I was confused there for a second. But, no, I'm, I'm perfectly <laughs> okay. If there's two pilots up front, which there should be, right? Yeah. I'm perfectly in a okay perfect with world. If one takes a break and comes to the back and is like flirting with the flight attendant, yeah, that's why you're cool with it. I, no, I'm cool. If he was with trying to do math homework. You'd be like, do that on your own time, <laughs> nerd, <laughs> nerd. I'm happy with him doing that because that's a thing that he he's sharp, right? His mind yeah. is prepared for this thing he's about <laughs> to do, and he knows that there's a delicate dance, especially with flirting with a person that you work with. Yeah, right. Like I work entirely with dudes, so that's not going to happen because. There's nobody in there that looks like Ryan Reynolds, so it's not worth it. Yeah. But, like, if you're in a work environment where you have women around and you're trying to flirt, like, you can't just come with your regular at-the-bar bullshit because they know you. Yeah. So that means his his mind is fresh. And plus, if the plane crashes, it's not like he's going to get any. Right? So So he's got the the sharpness of the mental uh, gymnastics that he's doing, keeping him (laughs) awake and and ready. And two, he's got an imperative to not kill me. Because here's, yeah. here's my contention: is it, it? I mean, how many how many times have you let something slip or done something stupid because you were so focused on sealing the deal? That that was like the majority of our twenties, my well, guy. Well, there <laughs> like, you go. So, like the, the fact that oh, the play, I don't get any. The plane goes down. Whatever. That's not in his mind. 
he's focusing on one thing and one thing only. And if he hears that little fucking meh, meh, meh going off in the cockpit, yeah. fuck it. He's in tunnel vision. <laughs> See, I will say that my when it comes to my personal safety, that's the one thing that he disregards. I, I have I, I disregard my personal safety now because the last time I was in Russia, I got cursed by a gypsy. Yeah. Right. And wow. so so I'm good. Did right. you lose like seventy pounds in three days? I that would have been amazing. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. I, I got super sick for like four hours. It was a minor curse. Okay, but I yeah. do believe I'm invincible. She now. was just making a point. She wasn't trying to like get back at you for running her daughter over with your car. Pretty much. Like I was just very, I very politely rejected to pet her bird, and she was like, "Okay, yeah." Well, now you know. Pet the Russian woman's bird. Now you're gonna have the runs for a couple hours. Enjoy that. <laughs> or he could have taken my advice and just not interacted with her at all. But what I personally believe is that the reason she cursed you and that you'll live forever is that she looked at you and was like, man, you're a tall drink of water, ain't you? And she was just like, all right, well, I'm kind of in my hoe phase right now, so I'm not ready to settle down, so I need you to still be alive in 50 years. You, th- you think a gypsy cursed me so she could call dibs in 50 years? Yes, that, that's what I just said. Like, <laughs> First of all, his original advice to me when it comes to gypsies was like, don't take anything from them. Yeah. And so when she materialized from the crowd like a fucking phantom and was like <laughs> right here, I was like, would you like to touch my pigeon? I was like, no, thank you. I appreciate that. It's a very attractive bird, but I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and right. So I was being polite. And she was like, I will remember you just disappears into the crowd. And I was like, what the fuck? And <laughs> I he was like, like, AJ, what have you done? He's like, what did you do? I was like, I didn't touch the thing. You told me not to touch the thing. <laughs> like, so I was all... immediately distressed. Because <laughs> I knew. I knew. Western European gypsies are way easier to deal with. <laughs> then? Eastern than European gypsies? <laughs> Eastern European gypsies, clearly. <laughs> and when I say easier to deal with, don't take yeah. that the wrong way. I just mean like the ones in the West are more blunt. No, the ones cool. in the east my, will my be My DNA sweet came back and said that I was like one percent gypsy, so we're good. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite a mutt. My ancestors fucked. Like they're like, oh, Newport. How can I get laid here? <laughs> <laughs> There's just a lot going on over there right now. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like I got like I got like red in my beard and like random ass blonde eyebrow hairs. It's just it's just a lot. You know, I got like a birthmark right near my butthole. It's kind of shaped like Yugoslavia. Where I did not commit any war crimes. There you go. Yeah. Allegedly. It's like three generations back, they all got <laughs> plundered in the face. <laughs> Legally speaking, we have to yeah. say, allegedly, you didn't commit any war crimes. Allegedly. Yes. Uh, uh, also, allegedly, with any other entity or enterprise we may have name-dropped in this episode. Uh, but earlier, I said that nearly everyone in Russia was super nice to me. Uh, the one other person besides the punk rocker, who I'm pretty sure was like either high or drunk or whatever, the other person was this like, I would probably I don't want to exaggerate. I'd probably say she was like maybe like 60 years old. Is that is that a fair assessment? Probably so. You know who I'm talking about, right? The yeah. lady, because uh, <laughs> there we went to like the this zoo, and once you left the zoo. There was like a grocery store like attached in the same building. <laughs> like it was yeah. like a mall and they had like subleased out like two floors for like the zoo. Oh, that was the aquarium. Was it the aquarium? That was the aquarium. Okay. And um well, there there was a polar bear there. They're semi-aquatic. <laughs> yeah, they swim. <laughs> and uh there was also like a like a like a brown bear there too. I don't uh, remember the brown bear. He, he, so he might have just been visiting. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have just wandered in, man. He was walking by and decided he'd check the place out. 
And so the we we leave and there's a grocery store and I was like, well, that's convenient, you know, like nothing to make you get your rumblies and the tumblies and seeing depressed bears and you know ten by fourteen cells. <laughs> it was so sad. And so I go down there and I was just like, all right, I got this little yogurt drink because I could probably use some probiotics, right? Like God only knows what's going on uh, in the tap water that my bottom's not my, my bottom and my body are not accustomed to. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna get this nectarine. And then as I'm walking towards like the checkout thing, uh, there there was some candy and I grabbed some of that too. There's like this sixty year old like little like like uh, lady. Uh, what, what's like the Russian word for like babushka? Babushka, babushka yeah. yeah, like some little old babushka. She had like the handkerchief around her head and everything. <laughs> yeah. And so like, mind you, I don't know if she knows that like I'm not from there. Granted, I'm a little like a little darker than everyone there. It was summertime. Like when when do we go? Like spring summertime. I'm trying to remember. It was still cold, but that doesn't really tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't July 10th, <laughs> and so anything left or right of that cold, and so like I haven't said anything, right? And she like she looks at it and like she picks up like one of the items and she's just like yet, and like throws it in the trash and then like grabs the next item. She's like yet and throws it in the trash, <laughs> and she does that for everything that I have, and I'm just like. Can I can I not exchange like currencies for like goods and services in this country? <laughs> she like, let you have one thing. What was that? I don't remember. I think it was attitude. The ne- I think is it was what the- she fucking <laughs> let me have. I think it was the nectarine because she she let she didn't let you have the chocolate and she yeah. didn't let you have the drink. <laughs> what? She probably took a look at him and was like, "You don't need that." Threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I went through. I got what apparently I I thought was a bottle of milk, and it turned out it was a bottle of some kind of yogurt. It was, yeah, it was like and not goat. the good yogurt. It, it was, was like, like goat, like <laughs> like fermented goat something. Yogurt. And I was okay. like, like I, it'll be yogurt in a month or so. Yeah, <laughs> like I opened the top of it. I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna enjoy this delicious Russian milk. And I opened the top and got a whiff from like didn't didn't lift it up. I was just like, oh no, no. that's milk that's gonna be a, a no for me. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, everybody else was uh, oh the and that one rate wa- uh, waitress when you were like, oh, can I have oh. this beer? And so, she's just like, no, yet. <laughs> We th- this happened a couple of times. So there was one restaurant we went to called uh, Bread and Meat. It was in St. Petersburg. <laughs> we got bread. We got meats. What else do you need? <laughs> we did. It, it, they had like some pop art stuff going on right from like the sixties. But it was a really nice place. Like they bring you order your burger. They bring it out in like on a piece of burning cedar with a bell jar. And so they do the thing where they light the cedar yeah. and it like smokes the cheese and it melts from the smoke heat and it was delicious. But I ordered poutine. And the way it is written on the menu looks a lot like Putin. Yeah, I think I think over there it's pronounced Putin. No, it, that's the thing. It was not. And I very clearly enunciated. I was like, may I also have the poutine? And she just got this look on her face. And she was like, this is not our president. And I was like, I didn't think I could order him off the menu. <laughs> but I clearly know the difference between, you know, a guy naked on the back of a bear and, you know, whatever the hell poutine is supposed to be. Yeah, no, all we had to do was just hold hands and he would appear. <laughs> right? You're like, hey, none of that. None of that. <laughs> so there was this uh, other restaurant we went to. and It was like a, a place underneath another place. Like it was in a basement level. But it was like uh, Rasputin's Cafe or something. <laughs> And we didn't know that. We just saw a thing and it had food and we were hungry. So we just walked yeah. in. And so we come down. Just and two idiots just wandering around <laughs> Russia. Two idiots abroad. That's how we do. <laughs> what up, what, what up, what? But they came in and like they handed us the menu, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to look at the menu. And I'm still looking at it. And I've got it. I'm like tracing my finger down. My Russian's meh, but you know, I can pass. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I understand most of these words. So I know what this is that I'm ordering. The lady comes up and I, I try to order a drink. And I said, may I have such and such? 
And in America, if you order something and they don't have it, they just they go, oh, I'm so sorry, we don't have that. Let me offer you something similar, right? I asked her for that, and she goes, no. Awkward eye contact. <laughs> Nothing else. That was it. Just stared me right in the eyeballs. No. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, fuck me, I guess. I'll find something else on the list. <laughs> Um, so actually the, the woman who works there is, uh, was actually a big fan of the show and, uh, we've talked <laughs> about we this go. before Here and so she messaged us and she was just like, well, in Russia, like, you know, we want like strong man, you know what I mean? She's like, I saw bitch in his eyes and <laughs> you know, she just wanted to see if you had the intestinal fortitude <laughs> to tell her otherwise, be like, you know, I ordered this and you will get me this. And she would have, but no, she was just like, that man looks like he has soft hands. See, this is one of the reasons why when we go overseas, yeah. I don't listen to your advice when it's dealing with locals because you have desperately been trying to get me locked up abroad for the, like the last 15 <laughs> years, just sheerly out of comedic re- Like you're like, I'm going to still go to the embassy and get you sprung out. <laughs> but like, I want to see you in there because it would be funny. But see, here's the thing. You do so much on your own that you get sent you, you sent to the gulag that it's like, yet. It, yeah, is it is it that bad if I just you know like throw a couple more things on you know? Yeah, ski. If you're I already never... at Costco with like the massive thing the cart of just like full of groceries, and I'm like, hey man, could you give me these chips? Is is that really that bad? Am I the dickhead <laughs> for that? Yes, you are because I never do anything in a foreign country to get locked up. I'm very I've been traveling internationally for like a decade. Yeah. I've gone through Dubai so many times that that like there was a period of time where I was going through a lot and the the like the TSA variant over there was just like yeah hey big stupid white dude go ahead and I was like <laughs> sweet and this is coming from the first time I went through I had my yeah. my laptop and my I have like a nice gaming laptop and all the like side peripherals and I had to spend twenty minutes explaining to them what a mouse was because my mouse looked like the Starship Enterprise with a cable in it. Not literally, but it just was very complex compared to the... Yeah, if you had the two side buttons, it turned into a butt plug. (laughs) Long battery life. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, you think that's cool? You should see the one he's got now. Yeah, see, mine wasn't that good. You should see the review he left for his on Amazon. His has... When he got his desktop, he got a gaming desktop set up with like a curved screen. Wait, are we not talking about butt plugs anymore? No, we are. I'm getting there. Okay. So he's got this like curved, like the curved AMOLED screen and like the high speed tower. He took it to some place that like souped it up. Then he got, see, mine just turns into a butt plug. His straight up (laughs) is one of those like the little... The little butt dildo thing that like transformers has, yeah. robots in disguise. <laughs> yeah, his his has like the self actuating arms, so as long yeah. as you can hold it in sure. there with your kegels, with the, with the come hither motion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were sitting there at this restaurant, kegling, and I looked and I was just like, "Oh, poutine. That sounds like it'd be good." I'm like, "Ah, no, too close to Putin." Plus, like French fries covered in gravy. Like, what am I, an American tourist? And I was like, "Nope, not gonna order that." And then you know what he did. I ordered routine. He ordered that. And you know what happened because of it? We almost got sent to the gulag. We almost thought you insulted their leader. We almost got nothing. That lady was like, you know, this isn't about our president. I was like, of course it's not about your strong, handsome president. And she was like, would you like to put on Putin's shirt? Then we have the sexuals. And I was like, that's too weird for me, buddy. That's that's too weird. And then he did it anyways. (laughs) Now, I'm sorry. There's a lot of weird shit I'll do. Oh, but there is. There's a lot of weird shit I'll do, but wearing a shirt with Putin's face on it while I have sex with somebody, that's not one of those things. What about a Putin mask? I mean, if I don't have to see it, then maybe that's... What if a, she were wearing the Putin mask? That's mm. definitely a no. What if it was from behind? No. 100% no. Wow. You what if, really it, why? What if it was his face like this? 
It doesn't matter if it's his yeah. face at all. Uh, all right. Jamie just made his O face for those of you who can't see. <laughs> he he's getting his ass kicked in yeah. a war that he started. Automatically can't be attracted to him. Sorry. What if it was a friendship bracelet? I don't understand the context. Like, I'll, would you have sex with her if you had to wear a friendship bracelet with Putin? No. What if Putin was wearing your friendship bracelet? Yeah, seriously, like it man, was reciprocal. Kind of well, then I'd want I'd want it back because I stand in support of the Ukrainian people. <laughs> he's not being a good friend right now. <laughs> I mean, he's being a terrible friend. Oh, hey, Jamie, I just noticed something. Yes. Do you have like a light spot right here in the front of your beard? Yeah, it gets a little ombre at times from from, from <laughs> lip to uh, to chin. Yeah, because I'm not sure if you noticed, but like this spot right here on my beard is also a little lighter, a little lighter in in yeah. hue. Yeah. So I I wonder. With this thing that could be turning our beards lighter in that one specific spot could possibly be. I don't it's, know. Maybe maybe Vikings plundered the inside of my ancestors' mouths as well. <laughs> I think it has to do with the pH balance of yep. some of the people that you might be with. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, I just clicked. Oh, you pissy <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We love this show, don't we? We do. Yeah. We talk we about do. everything from you know Jamie eating pussy to uh, invasions of countries. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of invasions of countries. Yep. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I would I would like to point out a few things that I find are hilarious. Musings with AJ. <laughs> the fact that um, for those of you who are not familiar, there is a comedy movie with Robin Williams where he starts off as a John Stewart esque comedian <laughs> and then through a, a fluke of some kind of programming, becomes president of the United States. Mm, good morning, Vietnam. Sure, that must have been it. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, Jesus. Oh, fuck, man, I'm sorry. This is President Zelensky's whole like story arc up until mm-hmm. the, the Ukrainian invasion. Like He was a comedian. AJ, AJ. What's up? You said President uh, Zelensky? Zelensky. Zelensky. Isn't that the guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No. Zelensky, get in here. No, that's uh, what the hell is his name? Is it Zinsky? It, it was something, something like that. But know, some, the something. reason why I derailed that is because he just said that like our listeners are just going to know the names of presidents from other countries. I was about to say, like, <laughs> let me get there with context. Anyway, President Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, started uh, off as a started uh, off as a not com- Rick Moranis, Got right? It. Not yep. Rick Moranis. Started off as a uh, as a comedian who played the president, and then he became the president. And now he's a badass. So we can look forward to Terry Crews being the president of the U.S. Oh, I mean, they did that God, in Idiocracy, so. didn't they? Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I mean, I would love to see Terry Crews just in front of Congress with his M249 saw. Yep. And Co- his giant Camacho 2024. Honestly, I feel like if that were to ever happen, it would be because the Dwayne The Rock Johnson ran for president. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, but like any movie that those two are in, like Terry Crews ends up always playing second fiddle. Like Get Smart, you know. Um, yeah, so it's just like I I kind of I don't know like have a heart attack from steroids because there's no way that dude man is still that jacked at that age. You see him at the Super Bowl? No. Like, he was like, finally, The Rock has come back, and I was like, ah, I was losing my shit. <laughs> and then he dies of a heart attack, and then Terry Crews becomes president. Because realistically, I don't see like The Rock. Like, I think he would run opposed to him just to be like, you just know for what the fuck of it. Just for the fuck of it. You know, I gotta say though, I, I would imagine that with Terry Crews and and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah, like what kind of campaign would that be? 
Because, like, you can't really... They're not shitty people. They haven't done a bunch of shitty things. They don't have a long... That we know of. That we're aware of. Fair, yeah. fair. I but think like, we've all done shitty things that we'd prefer people not to know about, but we don't have as much money as some of these <laughs> other people. I think at some point, like, even so our if, crimes are small and not as grievous in comparison. If every single one of my skeletons was pulled out of the closet and thrown into public view, it wouldn't nearly come close to any of the one of many scandals that any candidates had in a long time yes but aj we're not we're not interested in knowing about all your personal skeletons and scandals what was the point of bringing up that movie with the president of ukraine okay well the movie wasn't the president of ukraine my point was <laughs> there see he's laughing because he likes to derail me with a bunch of side shit and then be like oh so what was your point anyway um because <laughs> he's old he didn't have his prune juice he wouldn't remember it no shit mm. Okay, I was up and about before you were this morning, sir. Oh, just like any old man, you're gonna try to big dick me by telling me how <laughs> early you were awake. Uh, you know, old, how early you went to bed last night. <laughs> old man, Navy SEALs. I was. He was probably. Well, we probably went to bed about the same time. I went to bed at four thirty in the morning. Yeah, it was about the same time. I'm sorry. The dog has a urethral condition. I am awake. Okay. Yeah, he didn't respond to any of the things I sent him on Instagram. Mm, yes. I'm sorry. You sent me mm. one thing on Instagram, and I did. Mm. You know what? Mm. Erroneous. <laughs> all right, I'm going to check right now because I don't buy that at all. Still, as not a matter of fact, the point of his story. Look as a this. matter of fact, because I won't, I won't stand for lying, sir. As a matter of fact, I sent you a text message last night about tickets to the Henry Rollins concert or the Henry Rollins show on March 30th that I replied to and then you replied to and then nothing until 8.08 this morning when I said to you hey buddy you awake mm-hmm. wait 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 Rollins is still performing <laughs> fuck yeah he oh is my yeah. God. He, he quit he only stopped because of COVID but they, he's starting back up now so he's got a show on the 30th good for him his matter of fact his birthday was like two weeks ago happy birthday Henry yeah I, uh, I reached out to Henry Rollins' mess- uh, manager one time, and I was like, hey, can we interview you? And he's just like, well, I'm a little busy right now, but like, I'll be happy to answer any questions and like an email exchange, and you can use that. And I was like, hey, AJ, what do you want to ask Henry Rollins? And he was just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, because Dan loves to put me on the spot because he thinks that because he took some improv comedy classes, that's everybody's gag. <laughs> so he'll be like, hey, you have this one opportunity right now. What would you ask Henry Rollins? Go. Yes, and? <laughs> and so the problem with that is Henry Rollins has done a bit where he specifically discussed, like, going to colleges and, like, get, like he'll be there to do a show, and then they'll ask him to sit for an interview, and they do, and then all this the fucking dude just asks him stupid-ass questions. <laughs> and he's like, I'm here to talk about anything, and I will talk about anything, but don't come at me. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? <laughs> Fuck you. You're wasting my time. And so that was the first thing that popped into my head. Wait, anyway, so as a Marine, your first thing that popped in your head to ask him what kind of crayon he liked? No. <gasps> wow. As a Marine, <laughs> as a Marine, my first, the that first thing up. that I remembered was the fact that he doesn't like being asked stupid questions, which, of course, he doesn't. Who has likes having their time wasted? And he also had said in an interview after doing some USO stuff for the military back in the day, he said that uh, somebody had told him on like January 3rd, they're like, man, meeting you is the mate or no. It was like the middle of the year, and someone had been like, man, meeting you's been like the best thing that's happened to me this year. And he goes, you can get away with that shit up until about January 2nd, but if meeting <laughs> me is the coolest thing that's happened to you and it's like June, you're not fucking trying hard enough. <laughs> like, I am not that cool. And so that, again, popped in my head. Anyway, so Ukraine, right? Yes. So Finally. Fucker. You, I have all this on record. You can edit it however you want, but I still, we, we I have a witness. We all know mm-hmm. what's going on here. <laughs> so this dude started off as a comedian. 
and then be playing the president, then became the president, and now he's fucking fighting in the streets of his own country. And the Americans said, hey, uh, you, you need to ride out of there? He's like, fuck you. I need bombs and bullets. Like, Eat a bag of dicks. I got shit to do. What is it? He said, the fight is here. The fight is here. I need ammo, not a ride. There you go. There it is. And so the the part of that that I also love is the fact that all of these people that say, oh, man, I, I would take my F-150 and my bald eagle and my Chinese-made stamped AK-47 and I'd go over there and fight for freedom. Well, guess what? You can. Uh, the Ukrainians put out a thing where if you call your local embassy, which there is a number available for the Ukrainian embassy in D.C., you give them a driver's license and a passport and a brief bio of your combat experience. They will fly you to Ukraine, give you a weapon and point you at the Russians. hundred <laughs> percent. They were like, this will happen. We'll do it. That is exciting. And the uh, the president of Ukraine has allegedly um put into action to uh, increase the financial compensation uh, for some of the troops saying like how much uh, he appreciates uh, what they're doing immediately put in for a raise that's wow. <laughs> look at that we we get what one one to three percent per year for yeah. cola and he's like oh you guys had to fight off an invasion here's a raise fellas but to be fair though to be fair to be fair whenever we were in combat it was usually we had Far better equipment, far better numbers, air superiority, medevacs. Like, we had all of this, like, good things going for us, right? Because, like, you know, and, and this is not to disparage, you know, anybody's service, like, all three of us, Iraq, Afghanistan, you know what I mean? So, like, if anyone can be fucking salty about this, it's us. But, like, the Ukrainian government has said that the Russians have lost nearly 5,000 troops, which is really unfortunate because a lot of them that, that have been captured have said that they were that they were basically tricked. That they were told one thing and that they, they, they didn't realize it was a full-scale invasion until yeah. it was too late. Uh, but, yeah, Russia has lost um, nearly 5,000 troops, and the, the number could be updated, but this is the last figure I heard, in, like, five days. It could actually be worse than that because apparently they had mobile crematoriums, specifically so that they wouldn't be bringing piles of bodies back. Yeah, and so, like, that was around the number that we lost in both Iraq and Afghanistan over the course of 20 years and so like it's a it's a different fight you know what i mean like it is a much different experience over there right now and so for like for me like as a marine like yeah we did a couple large-scale missions like there were a couple times where like the enemy was in triple digits you know and at, at least one big time right and but the, for the most part it's just be like all right we're just a couple assholes out on a walk and then like two or three guys just you know start shooting at us or we get blown up like, can you imagine, like, you're just fucking minding your own business on a foot patrol, and then a fucking MiG comes flying in and just strafes your patrol? Like, fuck that noise, you know? You know, I got to tell you, the stakes being higher would have probably made it less boring for me. <laughs> less post? Look, I'm not saying I want more people to die, because yeah. clearly that's not the case. If anything, I just want more people to just not be alive anymore, but that's yeah. my <laughs> personal thing, and that's not restricted to any country or nationality. Um, but... If you're going to be in a fight, let it be a good one. I'd rather not get strafed by uh, by uh, a fucking enemy helicopter. I don't want anybody know? to like, get hit in my patrol, but if they strafe us and miss, that's a fucking baller story, right? Oh that that gets the adrenaline going. Then you're like, fuck this yeah. Guy, this guy, this, this explains his dating life right here. This, this right here. You see the war boner he was just describing? Yeah. <laughs> that, that right there. 
I don't know about describing, but I definitely don't understand why you didn't hear that thunk from under the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, do you think that the uh, Russian troops who are um, you know, who are currently engaged in um, a, a very tough battle right now, do you think they're going to get PTSD um, ratings for disability when they get back? Jesus. Do you think there's going to be a million social programs for them? Do you think? What about the Ukrainian troops? No, it's like AJ said. They'll just get five beats instead of three. <laughs> that's that's what it's going to amount to, man. That that's kind of that's kind of crazy because like as much as we say like oh like the government doesn't care about veterans like at the same time like you you think the the Russian Ukrainian veterans are going to get a fraction of the benefits that we've gotten? Yeah, but look how long that took, and look how much shit we had to pull to get that to go on, right? Oh yeah, because yeah, like we fucking, needed John Stewart to come to bat for us. Like not even that, but like a two-time Medal of Honor recipient, Smedley Butler, had to um, ha- had to like go uh, advocate for the World War One vets that um, that they weren't getting their uh, their their benefits, and so they protested. And then the government sent like soldiers after them and like gassed them and shit. Do you remember? Do you know where they remember wor- that? Do you know where? I mean, the ex- obviously AJ remembers he was there, but like, do you remember <laughs> reading about that? I I honestly don't. No. Oh, out here, like you you say what you're gonna say, and I'm I'm gonna look it up. I was going to say, do you know where the expression uh, cutting the red tape comes from? No. So back during the, I want to say it was the Civil War. It might have been the Civil War. All the vet, all the VA records were kept in D.C. Like there were no regional offices. So when you went to go get your benefits, you had to physically go to the VA in D.C. And all the records were bound with red tape. Huh. Physically. Like the physical wow. copies of your file. Which I imagine were all done by parchment and candlelight. Probably. Which is probably why your records got either lost or they couldn't read it. And they're like, ah, it says here you get 3% for tonsillitis? It was like, no, for having no legs. It's 50% for no legs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they're like, ah, oh, well, here's your whole straw penny. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> a whole straw penny? Not a straw penny. A straw penny. Yeah. Straw penny. <laughs> a straw penny. You don't even get all the consonants. No. <laughs> So um, we have um, an article that's actually just about to get posted, so I'm going to give you a little preview. Uh, War is a Racket, Life and Service for Smedley Butler uh, by Shelby Simpkins, one of our, our, our great writers. I think we've had like seven or eight writers um, that, um, that we've been able to put together so far uh, to put great content onto the website, popsmokemedia.com. Anyway, so uh, Shelby wrote, Butler first started speaking out in 1932 when thousands of World War I veterans and their families congregated in Washington demanding veteran bonuses that they were promised. As the Great Depression raged on, many were still out of work. They were seeking cash payments of service certificates given to them eight years prior via the World War Adjusted Compensation Act of 1924. The problem was these certificates were like bond with a maturity date that could not be paid out until 1945. President Hoover claimed the government could not afford to move up the bonus collection date. 43,000 marchers showed up to Washington to protest. This became known as the Bonus Army. The marchers made a camp to await Congress' decision. Butler visited the men camping and gave them encouragement to keep fighting. Instead of fulfilling their demands, President Hoover sent an army to clear out the camp using gas. Some veterans died and many were injured. After that, Butler announced himself Hoover for ex-president Republican. What kind of gas did they use? I don't know, fart gas. Like, if people died, I mean, that's my. Did they trample each other? Like, well, how the fuck do people die? I will have to look more into that. 
It might be uh might be good to add a a little bit more to that that section then because that's exactly the kind of question their audience is going to ask. See, everybody's all worried about my war boner, and the first question I asked was, "Well, what kind of how did they die?" Uh. <laughs> I'm I'm not championing death. <laughs> if look, if I could go into a combat zone with nothing but less than lethal rounds and just take all the people down that way, I'd be about it. Okay, Splinter Cell. <laughs> well, I mean, I would because you know when you get them all tied up and you like. Bring them back to the HVT collection point. Yeah, right. Get them it's, all tied up. It's yeah. like you just you got a pile of you got a pile of fucking enemy combatants over there, and then you pile get to on, daddy. in a pile, huh? Mm, yeah. What is it, Gitmo? Look, maybe I got a war boner, but somebody else has got a gay boner right, today. Pyramid. <laughs> Dan's over here literally licking his lips, and I thought I saw his hand go underneath his pants a couple of times. We will send you to the gulag with the pussy riot. <laughs> God, AJ, calm down. I'm glad, I'm glad this is amusing for you, at least. So, Jamie, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well, man. My one non-perverted friend. Mm, well. Perverted? <laughs> Buddy. No. See, I have this really cool trick I can do with my penis. Yeah? Yeah. Make terrible, terrible choices. Yeah, about to say, what is it? Not pull out? Ruin my life. <laughs> Which, by the way, not the same thing, because I love my both, both my children very much. Mm-hmm. We I, all do. I've told them often what a happy accident you turned out to be. <laughs> so on that note, do you have any parting thoughts you want to leave our listeners with? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to say something like that, and then you're going to ask for parting thoughts? I just gave you gold. <laughs> all right, so that was your parting thought. <laughs> Jamie? Listeners, your genitals are a gift from God, and they're a gift to the world from you. I would encourage all of you to explore them and figure out what unique items you can accomplish. Or storing them. (laughs) (laughs) No, please don't do that. There's a page on Instagram called Savage Paramedics, and like half of their content is like stuff that had to be surgically removed from urethras. Oh my god! Don't do it. Don't do it. As as a medic, I will say that Uh, you had your farting. No, no, (laughs) no, no. This is specifically because you showed me a thing the other day. All right. As a medic, if it don't have a flare, it don't go up there. All right. If it does not have a flared base. It don't go in third base. Rhymed. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Two rhymes. Mm -hmm. You have two rhyming things for the same thing. How often does that happen? In my personal life, never. In my Mm. life as a medical professional, Mm. more than I ever want to fucking see ever again. Because you you think about it like right like people be like, oh, gynecologist would be a cool job. You get to look at vagina all day. Not the healthy ones. Mm-mm. Right, you get don't, people don't bring you their vagina to look at when it's like in good shape. They're like, there's hey. literally a yearly exam that everybody gets. Yeah, yeah, that's not the same thing. I'm talking like the yearly exam takes like fucking ten minutes. Right, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. When you got to go down there with like a toolbox and like uh, a fucking smock to keep your shit yeah. clean, like there's some <laughs> stuff. And I'm sure there's a guy for the urologist. Right, same same thing goes for dudes. I'm saying that as a medic, all the sexual stuff you encounter is never the cool sexual stuff, except for that one time I had that bartender show me your tits. Other than that, it's always something super gross, and that was real awkward too. But it's it's always something gross. That like anybody who's in Palm Springs, go ask a random person what shrimping is, and you're welcome for me ruining your life. I'm just gonna assume that that's a jujitsu move because they're <laughs> all good Christians down there. <laughs> It's not. It's a one-way fast-track pass to getting an oral infection. Mm. Uh, All right. Well, 
again, AJ, thank you for illuminating us. You're welcome. Your worldly wisdom. Yeah, I look forward to getting thrush. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Animals, the both of you.